Tony Schaefer. Powered by Six Hour, never settle. I had a choice of what I carried in combat. I always carried the best, and I always have within arm's reach. A Six Hour. Today, I've got my 45 caliber P320-45, which I enjoy carrying, and I always have available. Always carry safely, and always carry a SIG, never settle. Uh, we are America Out Loud Talk Radio Network, also available on the America Out Loud Podcast Network. Check us out at Project Sentinel, projectsentinel.net, and the London Center for Policy Research at, at uh, londoncenter.org. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Rumble, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we are joined today by the person who does our music, uh, the amazing uh, talent and amazing beauty. And, I, and I, I know you know I mean this because, you know, I always text you stuff and say how amazing you are. Cherie Curry. Cherie is uh, the one of the lead singers of The Runaways. Uh, they did a, uh, her book, uh, Neon Angel. Uh, Cherie, you can look over my shoulder. I always have a neon angel on my shoulder, right over my right shoulder, on the right shoulder. And uh, she does our, our music, uh, Rock and Roll Oblivion, which, man, uh, I feel like I've been in Oblivion over the pandemic. And I think uh, that song represents a lot of what we all feel right now. So, Cherie, without further ado, Thank you for joining us this week on The Hard Truth. Oh, Tony. And you know what I want to thank you for? What's that? For being a real man. Oh. Because uh, I'll tell you, I miss it. I miss real men. And thank you so much for standing up for women. Thank so, you. you stand, I mean, I'm so glad that we're friends. Thank you. I'm so honored to be your friend. And thank you for your service. Well, and thank you, you for, for, for trying to keep America free. And uh, I adore you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Well, I've read your book. Uh, like Patton said, I read, I read his book. Uh, and you and I share a lot of, I think, core values from very young. I mean, I was dreaming of doing what I do now when I was our, our very young age in our teens. You were I too. I read your book too. So, yeah. <laughs> and so I think there's a mutual respect just for the audience to know, I, I admire people who have gone through the trials of fire, of fury, of, of having to live a life that's worth living and come out the other end and recognizing those hard truths, which are often difficult in, in learning, but valuable in their in their application to how we live our lives. And I think I know from from you, knowing you directly from reading your book, you've done that and you've been true to you. And let me say something for the audience. Living on the uh, on the West Coast and remaining true to yourself is a victory uh, unto itself. Just just by staying who you are and remaining who you are. Uh, so I admire you for that, if nothing else. Ah, Tony. Well, you know, it is just common sense. <laughs> you know, we're all born with it. Just something goes a little functified. Uh, especially in the last since Biden took office, where just things have gone from kind of crazy to absolute insanity. And I mean, just look at his office. Look at look at his administration. He has a kleptomaniac, uh, S and Mer gay guy that's stealing. You know, at airports. Right. You look at you look at all, I mean I've just you look at Pete Buttigieg who's done absolutely nothing. I can't believe the guy's running again to be honest. Uh, but it's like Newsom, you know, who's probably he's chomping at the bit to run for president when he has destroyed San Francisco. And people here, I live in California, voted for him anyway. 
Right. And now he has destroyed California and he just, I don't know what's wrong. Are these people insane, Tony? Are they insane? Well, I think the insanity is measured and purposeful. Uh, there's a, a, a lyric I often cite, uh, you being a rock and roller, you may know the group called Shriekback. They have a song called Nemesis. And they comment in the song about evil. And this is the lyric. But you know, evil is an exact science, being carefully, correctly wrong. And I think that's what we're faced with. I don't think this is by random. I, I, I think they picked these people, Sheree, to create the chaos, which we see. This isn't by random. It isn't incompetence. It's evil. And so when you look at the Hunter Biden stuff, when you look at the people that Joseph, you know, we we all know that people can tell a great deal about us, about by those who we surround ourselves with and the enemies we make. And uh, the the whole purpose of those that Biden has selected to be his minions have created chaos, uh, destruction and essentially ripping apart the whole fabric of society. And let me comment here, because one of the things that came up today, uh, Jean-Luc Picard, Jean-Luc Picard uh, Karine, whatever her name is, a spokesman. <laughs> I know. Make, it, make it so, number one. Make it yeah. so. And then, so she declared it. And I, I, I'm going to ask you, because you, you can judge this. This is a Lesbian Visibility Week. So if you're a lesbian and you want to be visible, this is the week to do it. And so I'm wondering, since I don't want to, you know, blow, take the wind out of your sails thinking, can I be a lesbian for a week with a, with a penis? I mean, I like what lesbians like. I mean, is, is that okay? I mean, is that <laughs> I mean, we're on the same side, right? I mean, but well, well, let me I didn't know that you, you, I mean, you, know. you know, it was gay pride day and then it was gay pride week. Now it's yeah. gay pride month. I have yet to see anything better than Veterans Day. And to me, that is unforgivable, unforgivable that our vets get one day and gay pride gets a month. And now being a lesbian, you, you know, we're supposed to what? I mean, it's like, yeah. what does it mean? It makes it makes no sense why anyone would want to be recognized for being who they are, that's fine. Being a lesbian, and or I mean, I've I've got lesbian and gay friends Me all too. my life, and I fought for gay rights all my life. Me I fought too. for them to yeah. be married. I thought that that look, if we if we can throw marriage down the tubes fifty percent of the time, let them marry. It's just why not? Right. What's 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 the big deal? Let them suffer like the rest of us, <laughs> you know, through through divorce. Yeah. Because yeah. again. Uh, you know, there is only a 50 percent chance that it that it that it flies. But the thing is, is that it seems to me, Tony, that you give an inch and they want the world. And it's unfair. It's so self-serving, pretentious and selfish, especially what uh, you wanted to talk about with these these transgender men competing oh. against women in yeah. sports. Well, yeah. So let's wrap it back to that. I, um, I've always been surrounded um, my entire life by strong women. I am proud of that fact that I have, um, had women, strong women work for me. I've been a, a co-equal with strong women. I've worked for, for strong women generals. Uh, I mean, I've been in a room, some of these black operations briefings, uh, uh, they, you know, there's strong women out there doing amazing things and yes. they don't care that they're a woman. They just, they're just doing amazing things. I once had to brief Carly Fiorina when she was uh, the president of Hewlett Packard or something we were doing. 
you know, I, I admire women who are strong. My issue right now, and again, like you've mentioned, Sheree, I, I don't care who you sleep with. I mean, no, no, I think anybody who's a rational human being understands like people are going to be people. You need to understand that there's human nature and people are going to be people. You need to allow for that. Yeah, stay legislate. away from kids, though. Stay away from I, kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, otherwise, have at it. I can yeah, have it at, you know. But I, but the kid thing we should talk about separately, and we probably will with our, our second panel on this. But regarding the, the, I mean, when I was in the army, we all knew who the gays and lesbians were. I didn't care. It's like, you know, when I was in command, don't do what you want. Don't make me do something official because at the time you couldn't officially serve. It's like, yeah, go do it. Just keep it, you know, don't advertise. And to me, it's like the whole drag tr drag queen story hour. Why don't we just have stripper story hour? That way we can. I'm serious. <laughs> that's like, that's awesome. And you know yeah. what? I think that that is that is such a great point, Tony. That's an amazing point. Right. I mean, you're not going to put strippers in there. Why would you allow drag queens? It's like, what are people? And to your point, common sense. You 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 don't want strippers. I mean, let's face it. Five years old, five year old, eight, the eight year olds don't have a. Uh, $1 bills to slip into their garter. Let's face it. It wouldn't be profitable for the strippers. Let's just, just get, get out of that. But what I'm saying is we have to recognize that there's a point of, of going too far. I think that's what the, the topic is going to be is, is, is any movement sometimes goes beyond the point of common sense. And I think that's where we're at with transgenders. One of the things I was just talking about before we came on is this uh, transgender athlete who actually, um, I'll just read it to you here because this is just came out. Transgender marathoner Glenique Frank offered to give back medal after a 14 after beating 14k females in the London Marathon. Now keep in mind this guy who put a wig on to run in London to be a girl for, for the purposes of the exercise had just competed as a man exactly. a week before as in New York. As in New York. So, you just so added Q U uh, uh, E on the end, and all of a sudden you can race as a woman. It's right. insane. Exactly. And so we're supposed to be okay with this, Shuri? I mean, how is we're this? We're not supposed to be okay with it, Tony, because there is nothing okay with it. And as you know my history, you know I was kidnapped by a murderer. Absolutely. 77. Um, you survived. And he yeah. held me for five hours. And let me tell you something. I fought for my life and there was a time when I had to give up because I knew there was no way I could outpower this man physically. Uh, and he was telling me I was dead. So the thing is, is somehow my mind, again, I think it was angels. I think it was my helpers that spoke through me because he was beating no me unconscious. No but the thing is, is that it was my words that saved my life. Right. Even though he had claimed he'd murdered six other women, I'm telling you right now, there was nothing I could have done physically against this man. I stabbed him in the stomach with a knife. I mean, that's how frightened I was because I was sure I was dead. So my, my idea, Tony, is that any person, any woman that believes that it's okay for a transgender man to compete against women in sports, then I think it should be an obligation that that person find a man and then slap him as hard as you can across the face and then let him do the same to you. And I guarantee you, it'll knock you cold. Oh, yeah. And that woman that was um, a, a cage fighter, you heard about her, right? Where a right. transgender man 
came in. And he's a man, okay? He claims he's transgender. No doubt. It, it, yeah. it, we, we don't even know anymore what they are, but he ended up smashing her face to smithereens, breaking it into pieces with one blow. And that's what men can do to women. Sorry, women. Look, I've been, you know, I've supported women. I've support the underdog. Now right. women are the underdogs. We have to fight for our right to be a woman. Yeah. I mean, anybody that, that, that believes that this is right needs to be punched in the face by a man. I mean, I mean, it'll knock you cold, but you know what? Hey, if you believe in it that much, then you should be waiting in line. There should be lines of women saying, sure, I'll do it. And I guarantee you would change their minds because they all of a sudden, because with the left, I mean, isn't it true when it affects them personally, whether it's financially, whether it's their job, whether, whether it, it, that's the only thing that changes their mind is when they've been able to, you know, experience the brutality, the force of a man versus a woman, these right. idiots. So I, I'm with you. And I think this is the uh, clear distinction between left and right, conservative and liberal, is that uh, liberals and progressives always plan and project things without them being personally involved. They don't believe, oh, we're above that. And I think we all recognize by the fact we've been to the dark side and back and understand it's like, no, we need to have consideration. I'm, I was greatly taken in your book when you were defending a, a kid who was being picked on in high school. And I, mm -hmm. it's like, wow, I remember being there because uh, I, I was one of the jocks and I always defended those kids who were weaker. And I always got very upset when I saw kids who could not defend themselves being kicked on, picked on. And I, and I recognized that you had that, that spark within you, but that's what's lacking now because so much of what we see is this acceptance by the left that if we say it's so, it, it has to be, and we don't care about the consequences or damage we cause. And I think that's where I'm, I'm my next question is to you, uh, how do we actually, you know, I'm, I'm a guy, clearly, uh, proud to be, happy to be, you know, have no problems being a guy. I'm don't, glad you are too, Tony. You know, thank you. Other than maybe <laughs> being a lesbian for the week, you know, because, you know, lesbian visibility, you know, sure, I'll, I'll jump in, I'll help out. I'm always helpful, you know, I want to be helpful. But my point being is, the the women who are silent on this right now, and I understand what you're saying regarding waking them up, but it seems to me they have been completely silenced. Even those uh, who are supposed to be feminists accepting this degradation, and I would almost call it. Um, and this is I wrote this down as kind of a premise I wanted to talk about. Trans women, uh, the uh, they're what they're infringing on, in my judgment, is they're in, infringing on women's dignity. Women. Real women, they're they're and they they are happy to make women uncomfortable by this whole using their restrooms, and uh, basically dominating women, dominating women's sports, uh, and broadcast and all these other places. And this is my belief: inflicting pain and suffering on others while executing your freedom is not freedom. No, and, and 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 so that's my kind of uh, my assessment uh, based on kind of going through the show prep today. How do you, I mean, I, it's not my place to go tell the women what to do, obviously, but I, I want to be, I'm going to use this term and get in trouble for it. I want to be an ally and sure that we work together to change this because the last thing I want to see are women I respect and admire and love uh, lose their ability to be independent and, and vibrant because that's what's going to happen. They, they want to subjugate you, Cherie. I mean, how do we do this? Well, of course, I mean, 
the fact that I'm a chainsaw artist, which is a ma- mainly a, a male sport, right? right. So, I mean, right. I had to take into consideration that men are a heck of a lot stronger than me. I'm 110 and I'm 5'5". Five five. These guys are 6'4", and they're 250 pounds, and they've got a lot of muscle. The thing is, is that I always knew that I was very lucky to place in, in, in all of my competitions, but I was very painfully aware uh, that I was not going to be able to get as much done as them, that I was not going to be able to. I mean, I had to, to my design had to be better. And right. that was what I did because strength wise, I mean, I about killed myself trying to c- compete with these guys. Well, I can imagine. I can imagine. And to me, but again, I feel like uh, just like that kid with the glasses when they were beating him up. And I just, and I just went after these guys because it's, because it was so wrong. And that is exactly what I'm going to do today. Women in sports, thank God they're finally standing up. I feel terrible that they had to eat it up there, standing next to that Leah Thomas giant yeah. whose whose shoulders are like this, right? Who competed as a man in college but failed miserably. And obviously, I think he's actually probably a little smart. I mean, he 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 looks like a man. He talks like a man, but he's got long red hair now, and that makes him a woman. I'm telling you, these women have to stand up for themselves and they've got to go after these boards and they have got to shut it down because uh, it's immoral. It's absolute has no makes no sense whatsoever. And it's dangerous in the end. It really is. And women, you know, boy, oh boy. I mean, we fought really hard for women's rights. Where are these people? Where are these women? That, that we're fighting for women's work. Where's Me Too? I mean, you know, Me Too, the Me Too movement, of course, they went way too far. I just couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, what? and it, when I'm interviewed, they ask, gosh, don't you think more should be done for women in rock? And it's like, my God, there was no women besides Susie Quattro when I started. We've come right. so far. They never see how far we've come. They only see that they want to go farther and then they destroy everything. They just, they destroy relationships between men and women. Right. And, and they, they talk down about men. They demasculate men. And, you know, look, I don't care if they want to go live, you know, uh, like a spinster for the rest of their lives because no, no man's going to touch them anyway. And if that's the life you want, fine, but shut the F up. Because there's women like me, 63 years old, that happen to think men rock. And, you know, and that biological men do not belong anywhere near women in sports. And anyone that allows it needs their head examined. They need, they truly need a lobotomy if that's what it takes. Right. And and I'm with you. And and this is where I think you and I are, are in complete and, and, uh, seamless agreement on this is like, I, I, you're an amazing woman. You've been an amazing sex. As a matter of fact, uh, I hope you don't mind me showing it for the video audience. You know, I've got my favorite T-shirt of you. Oh, and I've got a, I've got a cool hand. T-shirt for you, yeah. too. That Yeah, thanks, yeah, but, Tony. I so, love you. You're awesome. I, I love this. And I've worn it for interviews, too. I just I felt to be over the top to wear it for this one. Just saying. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. it would be, yeah. But, uh, no, you've been a sex symbol and, and an amazing uh, woman who people literally 
desire. I mean, um, there's that song big in Japan. You were big in Japan. You were huge in Japan. I mean, it's, it's amazing to look back on, on all of that. And I've watched all the, the footage of you in, 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 in Japan. And it's amazing. And you exuded sexuality in a good way, in a very good way. And you still do. I mean, I just watched the pictures of you in Europe. You just completed your tour as we're taping this from the UK, uh, from Ireland, and I think Norway, right? Did you hit those three yes. countries? And and I just, the fans love you. I mean, it's just, uh, you can see the amazing positive energy that you bring, but that's because you're a woman and you're, you, 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 you are proud of being a woman. And the guys who love you are, are guys who love that energy. And I think this is the thing that we all lack an understanding of is that by the fact that you've been able to be a pioneer, to push through and establish yourself to uh, what an amazing, I and mean, think about this, you started in the 1970s and you're still going strong here in the early two, in, in 2023. Uh, this is because you've been clear on, on the fact that you are a woman, you like being a woman and you support those who are strong women. And the idea here is, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we should honor that. We guys should honor that. And any idea that, that, that politicians put forth that a guy can be a woman is beyond insane. It's to the point of where uh, we guys have to make sure that we police up the other guys. Otherwise you're going to have women, uh, no, nothing left for women. I mean, that's where we're going with all this. And again, it truly is like we're in the matrix because it's like, I mean, it's like a really bad movie. Yeah. And it's so bizarre and outrageous and stupid idiotic. I mean, these people are insane. They really are. I mean, any, anybody that believes that this is okay. Look, they like to cancel us. I don't think they should have a job then. I don't think they should be working with people. I don't think they should be working with children, especially. I think there's something wrong up there. And again, put your money where your mouth is. Ladies, let a man punch you as hard as he can in the Mm. face after you've punched him and see how it feels. Because every woman that you are endorsing for this insanity is going to have to compete against these men. So I think you believe that, that you need to put yourself in harm's way because these women are putting themselves in harm's way every day that they have to compete against a man. And I honestly, I saw something online yesterday um, where... I was reading again about this cage fighter and, and and one person made a very good point in the comment section. They said, you know, women should just walk off. Yeah. They should not participate, walk away and stand up for yourself. And I think that that could be the only way. Well, it's very clear that the left has embraced this whole, um, the gender dysmorphia, which I would argue is simply, a mental state. I mean, I'm against transgenders in the military. And and the reason is it's not about who you sleep with. It's about the fact that once you go down that path, if you're, if you're actually sincere about it, Cherie, you've got to take all sorts of drugs to maintain it, especially if you go post-op, you've done things. And I, I watched a video today of how they do the artificial carving. It's like, I can't imagine anybody would go through that to carve. I, I watched it too, seeing a woman become a a male gay yeah, and vice versa. Woman, male parts. I've never seen anything so barbaric yeah. and horrendous. And, then, and the results are pretty horrifying. And they're not sustainable. You you cannot sustain them because you're, you're the body. If, if you're born a man or woman, your body tends to revert to that state and, and you have to maintain. So I'm saying as a military person, 
you cannot serve if you have that level of dysmorphia that you actually were go you can't go into combat and be expected to take drugs and have all these things that could fall apart literally in the middle of, of combat operations. So mm -hmm. I've been against transgender in the military, not because I don't have sympathy, because I think it's a mental illness, and that's going to get me in trouble for saying it, but it is, it is what it is. And I think we have to recognize that that this has to, to stop. We have to defend women. We have to defend their rights. We have to defend the equities. And when we come back, Sheree, we're going to talk about a little bit about Title 42 and the Biden administration, because the Biden administration wants to make the policy of men dominating women and women's sports permanent. That's something I think we all we, we all want, want I'd to like not. to make Biden permanent somewhere. He, he's permanent, but uh, permanent, you know. permanent, permanently gone. That's what I'd like. He is the <laughs> best pen salesman on the planet. Trust me. I think, uh, you know, if, if, if you, that's right. You know, and, and he only wears him for a day and a half. So I think he's getting the hang of it now. He just, you know, I mean, I don't want to be around. I wouldn't want, want to be around them anyway. Back to the program. Uh, we are on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. We're sponsored by Six Sour. Uh, never settle. We'll be coming back for the second half of The Hard Truth. Stand by. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code OUTLOUD and get 20% off. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting.
America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Truth. We're back with Tony Schaefer and the crew. Uh, we are powered by the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network, uh, available on uh, America Out Loud Podcast Network as well. Uh, you can always check us out on Project Sentinel, ProjectSentinel.net, London Center of Policy Research, uh, LondonCenter.org. And of course, as I mentioned, I forgot to mention, I better mention it again, Sig Sauer, Never Settle. Uh, I always uh, carry a Sig. Uh, I had a choice of what I carried in combat. I always carried the best. The best is Sig Sauer. And again, Never Settle. And uh, we have today with us our special guest who does our bumper music, which you just heard, uh, uh, Rock and Roll Oblivion, Cherie Curie. Cherie is still with us for part two of our lightning session, where we go through all the issues and uh, talk about the current events. We're now joined by the, let me see which adverb I'm going to use today, that magnificent <laughs> Elizabeth Frankenkamp. Adjective. That's an adjective. That's an adjective. The adjective. And then, <laughs> and then the brilliant Tanya Miller and the convivial... Chris Cordani. How about that? I, I like that. I like that a lot. That good. works That's for me. Good. So uh, so here we go. So we, we talked, and I made a mistake. I talked about the wrong title. But let's talk about how the Biden administration is working right now to take the insanity that is the transgender movement and those elements which are trying to create conditions for subjugation of women. Let's just be honest here. Yeah. Everything they're trying to do right now is subordinate women to men. I mean, I thought we've I thought we've seen this movie before. I, I recall something called suffrage, women's suffrage. I think they went through and became independent. There's been a great movement. Cherie, you're one of the pioneers in the rock and roll uh, uh, genre back in the 70s. And yet all of a sudden here we are in 2023. We're trying to see the Biden administration literally turn uh, the federal government into the biggest purveyor of, per of perversion by removing the independence of women. How did we get to this point and where do we go from here? So, Cherie, you want to start? Well, first, um, my my twin sister Marie, she called me this morning to say that there's a there was a uh, um, a young person that went through some transgender surgery, too mm -hmm. young, um, had been taking hormone blockers oh. uh, since he was very young, and it turned out that because his penis didn't grow large enough to make a vagina, they ended up using his intestines to make I a heard vagina. about this. Yeah. And he I died of E. coli. Right. Now that's how inept these doctors are. I oh mean, E. coli from an intestine put into him and he died. And even you look at Jazz, who, you yeah. know, I am Jazz, that show that's been going on for like a decade now. And that poor man, I mean, he's been mutilated. Same thing happened to him uh, or her. What, what, I, she's been through so much. I'm going to give it to her. She's never had an orgasm. She doesn't oh. even know what that means because she started so young. They couldn't build a vagina for her. It, it ripped open. And these people oh. have to be stopped. They really right. have to be stopped who are touching these kids. And we know with jazz, it was all about the money, right? I mean, that was the first of its kind to follow a young kid 
who felt like he wanted to be a girl. And look how terrible it has turned out right on national television. It has to stop. And all these people that are inflicting this upon our children, upon us, uh, it's, it's going to be short-lived because to me, it's like, oh, look at the crazy going on over here while we do the real bad stuff over, over there. Because this is so <laughs> insane that it literally is like we're in some awful B-movie that just could never happen. That's how crazy and effed up these people are. Right. So anybody else want to comment before we move on to... Well, yeah, you're you're right, Sherry. Um, um, I, I don't want to talk too long because I'm sure Tanya has a lot to say too. But um, I agree. And what amazes me, it's the whole picture. It's it's of course the doctors, the medical people who are doing all these surgeries, yeah. but it's also the parents who are allowing their kids to go through this, and it's the teachers and the whole you know um, public school system that allows all this to to take place. You know where. Once again, the children are being indoctrinated, or if you want to use the word groomed. So it's like there's so many people involved. And it's, um, I know some, in one of our previous shows, I believe Tony had made a point, there has to be an actual cultural change because too many people are buying into this crap. And what another thing that amazes me, they're not thinking of the second and third order effects of what they're doing. They're just thinking, right now, I feel very confused about my sexual identity. Don't get yourself cut up. Go to a, you know, a compassionate, loving, caring counselor, someone who can actually help you get to the root of your problem. Because I can guarantee you 99% of the people who think they want to have a sex change, almost 100% of the people who live as transgenders, it's not a medical or physical problem. It's an emotional, spiritual problem. And they're not getting to the root of it. And that's what they really need to do. And I'm hoping shows like this and maybe even more, you know, the more we can really show people. And so many people on the other side say, oh, you're so hateful. No, I actually care about people. I care about your future. And just like you said, there's several people who went through these surgeries. They end up dying. You know, the one person got E. coli. I mean, they're not thinking about the second and third order effects. And we have to care about people enough to respect them, put their arms around them, give them a hug and say, I'm going to help you. I'm going to be with you. And I'm not going to let you make a stupid mistake. Like you said, they're like so insane. It's like, you really need help. And you just want to comfort them and hold them and say, I care about you enough to help you get through this, but I'm not going to let you mutilate your own body. And you're not going to go to a doctor or, or whoever is trying to encourage you to get surgery. So Elizabeth, you know, that's one of the things you can't Elizabeth, do now. Can I just say that, Please. you know, in the mid seventies, that's when it really was sexuality. It was swinging both ways. Trust me. I was only 15 years old when I actually was with a girl and that was kind of, you know, in the mid seventies, it was love who you want to love. And, and they were really hyping, uh, you know, lesbianism and being gay and all this. And of course, you know, you're kind of a little interested in that. I was, but the thing is, is also I'm a twin. My twin was very popular. I was the runt. Uh, hmm. And I wanted to be as far away from her to have my own identity. If by, and I really loved Bowie and I would dress like, oh, a man, yeah. dress like Bowie. Oh, yeah. Today they would be telling me to go on hormones. Today yeah. right. they would have been telling me as a 15 year old that you're really a man in a, in a girl's body. 
mm-hmm. and we need to help you with that. Well, it was a fucking phase, okay? Right. Excuse me, F bomb. It was a phase that I went in and out of a couple of right. times. And I realized that it was just all about just experimentation. But they would have loved to have, they would have had me mm-hmm. on a table. And the danger zone is that they, I'm sorry to interrupt. The, the danger zone is that very point that you made. They're taking, it, it's not the caring like Elizabeth brought up. What's very frightening aside from the obvious insanity, because this is extremely unreasonable and irrational to change someone's gender in their youth, is how many people are involved and are going along because this is not caring or affirming at all. This is in youth. I was a high school uh teacher for juniors and seniors, youth at risk for all sorts of barriers, dropout prevention program. So yeah, there are phases, even even all the way up into college, their brain isn't even completely right. formed until so they're like 24 or so. In addition, they keep adding actually to that. However, mm-hmm. we're not even permitting them to be chill. First, it started, the argument started Let's allow them to be children and play. So then it was, let's play with these different types, you know, you know, the gender switching of toys. And then it got to close. Well, I was a tomboy, so I have no problem. I did, you know, the metal tom- Tonka truck and all that and played in the dirt and sand and all that. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe the same could have happened to me. I, you know, I had a bowl cut for a while. I didn't have, you know, I was a m- total loner, totally ignored by teachers and all that, moved mm-hmm. a million times around. I mean, I was sexually abused and assaulted a million times over, too. I could have any number of things could have happened All it takes because is a of the access. Yes. And so as mm-hmm. a teacher and well, anybody, any adult who's been around youth, you just know this. So to me, it's insanity that all these counselors, administrators and teachers, they are literally going along with it. Right. And, and, and to the point, because there's so many points, the sports and the, all of these things, but to the point of the caring, we all are caring people here. I love, just like your story, Cherie and Tony, about, about bullies, I too, I, I, I was being bullied tremendously by uh, white kids, black kids, people who can't figure out what my ethnicity is, um, teachers, what have you. And then, then it, it flipped. But at the same time, when I got older, I started defending the marginalized at that point, which was at the time gay and gay rights, gay marriage, I too fought for their rights. At this day, we stand at uh, a different, you know, we're in different areas now because those friends that I fought for, I think they feel caught up in this trans issue that they have to be either silent and not share that they are gay um, and or bi and don't want to, they don't agree with this. So they just don't really talk about it. There's a saying in AA, never, never make a permanent change to a temporary problem. And, yes, and uh, think things through, too. Think, think things through. through yeah. to the right. end. Right. It, 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 also, it also takes a predator to just say, when, it, when a kid, a boy or a girl is uh, maybe playing with a different toy, or the, kid, the, the boy is playing with a doll, the predator would say, hey, you know, um, maybe you are a girl. Maybe you are this. Uh, let me talk to you for a little bit. These are the people we have to keep out of the uh, reach of our children. Right. Having said that, it is that time again, Tony? Oh, why? It's, it's Tony's take time, isn't it's it? Tony's takes. Tony's <laughs> take. Here Tony's we go. take is brought to you by Sig Sauer. Never settle. And I never, never settle when it comes to cool topics for Tony's take. How about this? <laughs> Fox News Channel's future. Light speed ahead or Bud Light? So um, <laughs> I, I think 
that Fox is an amazing place. If you want to go be mediocre and you want to be CNN light, I, I think that's the place to go now. And I, 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 as you guys, I don't know if you guys know this. I'm on the no fly list at Fox. Did you all know that? That I've been oh. on no fly. Uh, yeah, no, oh, you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. So years yeah. ago, years no, ago, I actually made a few comments that the leadership didn't like. I actually, Sheree, remember Seinfeld when uh, Kramer gets called into a business and, and they re, they basically tell him that it, you shouldn't be doing all this stuff. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't work here. Same thing happened. I don't work here. <laughs> I got called in to the vice president of, of personnel and read the riot act because of something is like, I, I don't work for you people. Why are you upset? X, Y, Z. Well, it turned out, I, I don't want to get all the de details because it's still part of a lawsuit right now with Ed Henry suing Fox. But I walked into one of their executives kissing one of their on-air personalities. And apparently they weren't married to each other. And I saw it. So, you know, geez, they don't want me talking about stuff like that. So next thing you know, I'm on the no-fly list. But Fox is Fox and God bless them all. You know, they've gone on their own way. So, <laughs> so I'm just saying. So it was it was interesting. Well, it was. But I, yeah. I think they're going to. They, they need to find someone to uh, to bring them back up. And I, I don't think they're going to find anybody. That is Fox. Well, but not, I not remember that. when Bill O'Reilly got canned and I loved watching Bill, even though I thought he was an arrogant, like pompous him. ass. I got, yeah, no, I was on Bill. But, but was when they pulled him, I thought, and also, and I saw Tucker took his slot and I fell in love with Tucker just immediately mm -hmm. because he just doesn't go with the narrative. Right. He asked questions. He was asking mm -hmm. questions about the Ukraine and he was. I mean, they're, they're, these are that's what we need. Right. Our brains. We need we can't be told we don't give a shit about people's opinions. We don't want to know the anchor's opinions. That's why Don Don Lemon got the boot, because everybody's sick of hearing him. You know, he thought being gay and black was going to save him from himself. <laughs> no. And boy, was I I did a happy dance just like the girls on The View. When oh. Lemon got, got you, you don't want to see them band. dance no. I, I mean, I, I just can't. Well, I mean, I mean Sheree, he was a misogynist. He was a misogynist too, according yeah. to him. Women are useless after fifty, right? I mean, no, that's right. Right. oh boy. Well, maybe I, yeah, for him. Maybe I'd for Don to, Lemon. I'd love to have a little a carve off with him <laughs> if he thinks that I'm sixty three. I'll beat his ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Tony. The worst victory lap, though, was taken not by the View women, but by AOC, who said, and I want your take on this, she actually said this, deplatforming works. Yes, she did. Wait, wait, Chris, was she wearing her jack boots and brown shirt when she said it? Just curious. Uh, I, mean, I, I would, I would be hoping like for a paper bag. Black and red armband, you know, with her her, uh, her monocle or whatever you use as an as a up-and-coming um, fascist. I mean, not that, not that there's any, she, as fascists go, she's pretty darn attractive. I mean, if I were going to be a fascist, I'd want to be as attractive as her, but I'm not, and I won't be. So just say. So you want to look like a donkey. Okay, there we go. Not good. Uh, all right, how about this one? The BRICS nations have bought loads of gold so far this year, Q1 and Q2, and I'm talking record amounts, okay? All right. They've been working on defeating the dollar or undermining the dollar for a pretty long time, but it looks like it's working. But what's your take on this and what needs to be done? So, uh, you know, the gold thing is important because Nixon in 1972 uh, decoupled us from the gold standard. Now, the reason they decoupled us is because we had gotten in trouble with all our spending for Vietnam. Jeez, you know, spending on a war we're going to lose got us into so much trouble. We had to basically change our currency to be a fiat currency for the world and tie it to oil. Uh, a very dangerous thing is we're now coming to find because all these BRICS nations 
to include some of those we've depended on for the last 30 years to up up and maintain our dollar, the Saudis and, and the Middle East, are now turning to the Russians and to the Chinese and to the BRICS nations. So in essence, uh, it's very dangerous by the fact that they're going to start working to tie their currencies, potentially, potentially even a currency to compete against the dollar, to real things like gold. And there could be a time when the actual transactions of global energy leaves the dollar. And when that happens, you think inflation's bad now? Wait till our dollar means nothing. Wait till mm -hmm. we uh, mm -hmm. are literally trying to scramble to find a way to pay bills, pay, you know. Germany, 1934, they went through and, and changed everything over to a, a controlled, a society controlled by the government. And, and they were able to do things to make up for what had happened before that, uh, where in the, in the 30s, the early 30s and the 20s, they'd crashed the economy based on the fact that they de devalued their currency. That is the Germans. So mm -hmm. it left a, the door open for, the, for Hitler and the Nazis to come in. So I don't want to say the same, same thing's happening again now. But uh, the fact is that there are elements out there trying to devalue uh, our dollar for purposes of undermining global economic uh, um, momentum. And they want to remove us from that. So it sounds like to me, Chris, that's where they're going. So any other comments? Anybody else want to jump in on this? Yeah, Tom, can, can I make a comment? Who was the president that demanded all Americans give up their gold? That would be Franklin, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. Of okay. course. Yeah. Another Democrat. And people did. I mean, through threat of being jailed and fined, they had to turn yeah. over all of their gold because we were going down the tubes, which I believe, I don't know if you guys saw, did see Tucker and um, Elon Musk uh, interview, but he was, uh, Elon was saying that we're going to be in a depression just like 1929 yeah. mm -hmm. uh, coming up by the end of the year. That is his prediction. Oh. The guy's smart. Uh, <clears throat> But I'm thinking, not, I mean, me personally, I have some gold, but I've invested in silver because I think to myself, with a cougar ant and you need some bread, that doesn't quite work out. You can't split it. No, that's why I get silver, too. I get silver coins for the smaller transactions. Exactly. Exactly. Great but the thing is, is if, uh, if they could come and take people's precious metals, it doesn't mean that that's not going to happen again. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why we need but a second amendment. I agree 100% that Biden, I mean, again, this is Agenda 21. This is yeah. which they now just so conveniently mm -hmm. said, oh, well, we missed the boat because of Trump. So now it's going to be Agenda 30. It's the same damn thing. And I've got the book, which I was going to mm -hmm. reach down and grab it because I have the book, Agenda 21. Yeah. World and, Economic Forum. It's all, it's not conspiracy. It's all they're planning it. Yeah, so is the digital currency and all of right. the AI that can lead to how mm -hmm. they can enforce that. Yeah, we're going to have a social show credit on AI. and all that. Right. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's gonna... leading up. It's all going. This is all on purpose. It's a set up to destroy. Mm -hmm. Certainly how everything is happening. It's like whack-a-mole everywhere you turn. It's constant <laughs> uh, distraction day. of one major issue after another. And so, yeah, we're trying to hold on. What assets can we have? What what resources do we need? But at the same turn, we don't know what they may do to control what it is that we do have or invest yeah. in. That's well, a good point. Yeah. So, uh, and I put, Sheree, did you find the book? Uh, yeah, you know what? I moved it because I'm... Yeah. As you can see, I'm. Well, we'll I, talk, I have I mean, a session we'll, I've got to do later. Yeah, we'll be. We'll be I placed economics. it somewhere farther. Away. Oh, there it is with Tony's book. There, there we go. go. Bring it <laughs> over. Bring it over. Anyway, but we ought to do a separate show on this very issue because uh, digital currency, AI. One of the things uh, that we've all talked about behind the scenes right now is the the upcoming 
AI wars. Remember Skynet from Terminator, uh, the Forbin project from the 1970s? It's all come. So I mean, yeah. should we go ahead and mention the book, Agenda 21. Oh. It's a big yeah. too. It's a big one. And this is the United Nations Program of Action from Rio de Janeiro. That's right. Yeah. And this was the Earth Summit, Agenda 21, where they were sitting there. This is from 2013, actually. Yeah. And uh, they were sitting there trying to figure out. And again, uh, Elizabeth had brought up about school. And they took 2005 to 2015 to be the decade of Agenda 21. And that's where they were teaching our children to not trust their parents, teaching our children not to trust government. That, you know, and and elevating these kids to where they're superstars and there's no consequences for any of their actions. Right. And uh, it's, again, these are evil. And like even Marie said this, and Marie says, hi, Tony, by the way. Oh, I, I mean, she said the devil back. is among us. And look, I, yeah. I, I'm I, a big Jesus Christ person. because he's, He was real. I believe in him because I have to believe in a power greater than myself. I have to because otherwise mm-hmm. it's just a lonely life. Exactly. Um, but, to, but this is this is all part of Agenda 21, and they're just knocking – Look, if your kids are taken away from you, that destroys a parent. Me being a parent myself, Mm -hmm. thank God my son is 32. But if this had been happening for me when my son was little, I mean, we would have had it go. I mean, every school board, I'd have been there. I would have, I mean, I would have opened, but, you know, these poor parents are just being vilified for saying, mm-hmm. no, I want to wait, well, wait till they're 18. You know, sure, wait a, there, till they're 18 for crying out loud, right? Yeah, there, there's exactly. a fight down here in our in our county on the school board. As a matter of fact, one of my close friends, a retired Army colonel, joined the board, and we're trying to make changes. And I, that's the key. Parents need to get involved. If you, Don't sit back. Mm-hmm. You know, don't. there's no plan. We're the plan. Don't sit back. Don't trust the plan. We're the plan. Get involved. Go, go do things. If you think something's wrong, take Cherie's advice. Go get involved. Do something. Don't exactly. stand back. Right. Don't, you, Tony. Yeah, we don't do give this. these people the what for. That's right. That's don't right. let oh, girls cool. compete with boys. Don't don't That's stand right. for that. Exactly. Don't have, you know what? I mean, I can't believe that woman's face being smashed no. to smithereens wasn't enough. But they're not talking about it. No, that stuff happens around here. The news. Right, that stuff happens yeah. around here. There's going to be a row. That's what I'll tell you, Tony. One no. more take. Here's one another more take. take. All right, Cuba. Okay, according to Breitbart News, I read this: Cuba is canceling its communist so international socialism <laughs> day parade. No, uh, on uh, May first. I'm looking forward to that. I don't call it. Uh, I, they don't call it May Day. It's International Socialism Day for people like that. They, you know, why are they canceling it? Uh, because the gas shortage. Gas prices is too. Gas prices are too high. Really, and, and you know, if you ever guess. wanted to buy a, a fifty-eight DeSoto, that's the place to go. Is Cuba, you know? Oh. <laughs> those are no, I'm serious. Those are still considered high tech, you know. You know you fifty-eight DeSoto or a, a, a fifty-six Chevrolet. I mean, they're still they're very, that's all they got. You know, there's I mean, a reason their best ball players come here. So right. I guess those old yeah. do take a lot of a lot of gas, and uh, 
Did, did they actually not? Uh, you know, at least they can smoke cigars, right, Chris? I mean, yes, you know, yeah, they have better cigars. According to Seinfeld, that's only because uh, they're the ones they they roll them tight tightly and they, they taste better. So, oh, yeah. that's, <laughs> yes, remember that episode with the. I'm always interrupting people. I'm so sorry, but no, can I ask great. a question? Are there any other parents here besides me? Yeah, I am. My son is 36. My son is 36, and unfortunately, he's very liberal. Yeah, he was so raised, he was raised in a Christian home, and then when he was like uh, getting toward the end of graduating from high school, he went to um, Hamden Sydney College, which is in Virginia. It's an all boys school. He decided to be uh, atheist, and he is so so far left. My and I love to have I love to have normal conversations with him, but it's it's impossible to have a have a a, a a mature intelligent debate with him because he really thinks I'm just evil because I voted for Trump. It's like really. Because yeah, I think it's, he's like, because, oh, yeah. I mean, he says, please don't. I mean, he's literally starts short circuiting if I bring up anything that's negative to Newsom or. But 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 my question to you, because I because by raising my son and my husband at the time was working. So I was really I raised him and sexually because we want to be good, kind of cool parents. And I so I had bought the box of condoms when he was like. 12 because i didn't know with boys i'm a girl right i didn't know when that <laughs> would happen but i wanted to be kind of groovy but the thing was is that it wasn't until he was like 14 you know where all of a sudden he got interested in girls at all i mean otherwise he was just wow. interested in you know skateboarding and basketball so the thing mm -hmm. is is that that's why this whole thing with the this gender uh, fluid oh what does that even mean oh my god well and and to to add to that with the spectrum sheree like one your sexuality may develop and, and you may not even get interested in anything till way later for some women it's past 40 so yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. But the spectrum to, to respect the spectrum because i understood that i tried to take that on like i said it's friends with gay people and everything so it's like okay if there's a spectrum then why are we not honoring that and why are we doing that permanent solution situation where we're mutilating people and, right. and and injecting things if we're honoring the spectrum and this was another point affirm the child affirm that it's a child for one affirm that they're still growing Two, affirm that they're, they're in these phases and affirm that they can't make this decision but also affirm that they are okay and you love them and they should love themselves right. as exactly. they are, whether or not whatever their sexuality ends up being whatever they want to actually wear and however they want to present themselves to society but at the same time they affirm them that they are not because they don't even know how to not identify with their gender unless they're taught that's possible well, right. again, they don't have a gender, really. I mean, they are. They're taught they can't even women. identify with themselves, right. whatever you want to call it, and they reject their own body. That is what's ill. Well, that's, that's what there's something seriously wrong. My point being, at five years old, four or five years old, they're not thinking about sexual of anything. Of course not. That's I mean, true. They, they have no, I had no you're introducing the topic of sex. In it right. I was probably about 14. Right. So the thing is, is like the way we're force fed with every commercial, with every television mm -hmm. show to make sure that there's a, there, there's a transsexual, there's a gay, there's gay couples kissing. Every mm -hmm. show, every commercial, it's all. And what we're doing is force feeding these children, five years old, that really just want to play with their Batman doll or their Barbie. Right. 
and forcing them into something that is icky. Because to right. me, so, mm-hmm. ooh, because I remember reading The Happy Hooker when I was a, I was just a kid, was ten, and I went, oh, that's so icky, gross. <laughs> well, look at all I, you know, my parents are there clapping it on no, and giving them the well, dollar gonna, to talk. We're you know? going to have to wrap it up. We're at we're yeah. the end of our show, so. Tony, I stepped I, on your brilliantness. No, I get look. I was just for you for the record. I was painfully shy as a kid. I, you know, wanted to be with girls, but I just didn't even know how to approach it. I, I, you know, I don't even to say when I got rid of my virginity because I it was like I didn't know what to, I was just so afraid. A woman, you know. No, I don't have that problem now, just saying. But back then. <laughs> well, we know that. That's right. So, Brown Bond. And so we're beyond uh, our time limit. we got to go. So thank you all for being here today on The Hard Truth of Tony Schaefer. Chris, Elizabeth, Tanya, and, of course, Shuri Karee. Shuri, uh, God bless you. Thank you for being here. Uh, we appreciate your insight and, and, and great uh, energy that you bring to the table every time. So that's it for The Hard Truth this week. Uh, powered by Six Sour, never settle. I don't, you shouldn't. And we'll be back next week with another hard truth. Thanks for being with us.